country is still in lockdown due to coronavirus and in a change from my usual podcast talking about photography, I'm talking to my grandson today about life as a teenager at school and more recently, not at school. Hello, Bailey. Hello. Hi. Right. Well, I thought that I'd do a podcast with a bit of a difference today. Usually when I do a podcast, I'm talking to somebody about photography and it's somebody from the photography industry. But as we are at the moment and um, in lockdown with this problem with the virus and not getting to speak to our families very often, I thought that I'd talk to somebody from my family. So you're my grandson. I'm talking to you. I am indeed. Start off, and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, which I know the answers to. But if anybody else is listening, then probably they'd like to know. So, how old are you? I am 13 years old. 13, and you're at comprehensive school. Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. And um, how long have you been there? Uh, this is my second year now. It's your second year. Yep. And it must have been quite a change because your junior school was was quite small really wasn't it and then you moved to a comprehensive school which in comparison is huge i imagine Mm, yeah there's more freedom i think at comprehensive schools as well because before you were sat in one classroom for the whole day and now you've got different classrooms you get more things to do if you break in lunch so i think it's better for people that are getting a bit older how do you find your way around i mean it must be daunting at first. Yeah, it's quite a it's quite a big place and it takes you a couple of weeks to get into the proper routine of knowing where all your lessons are, knowing where everything is. But uh, I'm, I'm used to it now. I'm in my second year, so. Yeah. Did they give you a map to start off with? Uh, yeah, it was kind of like a, a brochure of all your lessons, all your teachers that you'll have throughout that year, uh, a little fact file about like your head teacher your deputy head and then there was a map at the back of the whole school right and as you were just saying not all your lessons are in the same room are they no um there's different blocks in the school and there's kind of a block for each lesson so it'll be an english block a maths block and a science block and so on right and you've got to get from one block to the other in quite short spaces of time between lessons then? Uh, Yeah, Uh, I think there's about five minutes. There's a warning bell where you leave a lesson and then a late bell if you're not there to your next (laughs) lesson. By that time, then you are late. Uh, That brings back a few memories of quite a few years ago. And (laughs) I mean, we we were talking about um, the school being quite large, but to, to put it in a bit of perspective, I mean, when I was at school, which was quite some time ago so I think you'll appreciate but I thought Mm -hmm. my school was quite big but how many PE teachers have you got at your school? Uh, 20, 25, something like that. Yeah and I know that your school's got a a sort of sports bias but there were two when I was at school and Mm -hmm. that was what I thought was a a pretty big school. You say Mm -hmm. you want to be at school. Oh yeah, true. Are you still managing to keep to your daily routines? Are you still getting up at the same time as you would do normally? Uh, no, I'm, I'm quite a slob on the weekends. And uh, this is, you know, there's not as much lessons our school's taken down the amount of work we have to do. 
So rather than three English lessons a week, we've now only got two. So you can get up a bit later. There's not as much to do in the day. But you are still doing school work. But yeah, we get it sent via Google Classroom, which is uh, everyone in the school is familiar with it because we use it at school as well. Yeah. But um, it's just really different to go in and get it on paper. So this is something that for somebody my age is, is quite different because you actually have computers at school. Uh, yeah, we do. We uh, have like IT rooms. We have, I think it's six. But you have your own personal computer as well, don't you? Uh, yes, uh, I have a Chromebook which is funded by the school and uh, it has the school domain on it. Yeah. And this is what presumably you're getting your work through at the moment then, is it? Uh, yeah, so we have to yeah. keep that charged at all times, which the teachers have to do as well in case we need to email them. Yeah. So you can still keep contact with your teachers? Uh, yeah, they'll have their laptops open nine while three as normal. Right. And if we have any questions, we can email them. Yeah. So you're still doing schoolwork. Are you still doing homework as well? Uh, there's some, because the Easter break was recently, and we got sent just like a couple of worksheets yeah. over the Easter, as you would normally if we were at school. Yeah. And presumably when you've done those, you have to send those back by email as well. Uh, yes. Do you still keep in touch with your friends while you're... Uh, yeah, I uh, tend to FaceTime a lot of them. We have group chats going and things. So I'm still keeping up to terms with them. Yeah. Um, um, what else do you find to do? Uh, I play a lot of computer games and football in my garden. Right. The football in the garden can't be that interesting. I presume there's only you playing, is there? Yeah, I'm, I'm normally just trying to see how much of a rally I can keep with the wall. <laughs> yeah, that brings back some memories from a long time ago. Yeah. And then the other thing's the Xbox. Yeah, mm. you're, still, you're making good use of the Xbox then. Uh, yeah, I've just got a pass, which means I can install most games on a month for a month. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're keeping me entertained for now. Yeah. And are these the sort of things that you can play with friends or are they things that you just play on your own then? Some of them are single player, so I can only play them by myself. And some of them I can play with my friends, like against my friends. So it's, it's quite interesting, yeah. Yeah, so I suppose that's a way of keeping in touch with them because while you're playing these games, can you actually talk to them at the same time then? Uh, you can using the Xbox, but I tend to talk to them on the phone while I'm playing them on the TV. Right. And what else is there to do then? Is there anything else to do around the house or is that about it then? I think that's about it because that's all I ever really did around the house anyway. But yeah. when it's given in such a... You have to do it for like your whole day. That's when it starts getting really boring. Yeah, it's, um, it certainly does. It's something that I don't think any of us, well, I'm, I'm sure it's something that none of us have ever been used to before. And I mean, your mum and dad are working from home at the moment as well, aren't they? Yeah, they've got a office set downstairs and the dog goes in and she sleeps on the windowsill with them all day as well. Mm. But they seem to be getting on with it. And I think that the office, as you call it, I think that actually used to be a, a, a playroom, particularly for your 
sisters, if not for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it used to be for me, but then we moved the television upstairs, so now it's where my sisters play with the dolls and things. And yeah. They don't as much anymore. Well, they don't they've got now, gerbils they, in there. They don't now because they've been evicted, haven't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, you're the oldest of three grandchildren that I've got. Um, and because of that, bringing a little bit of photography in it, you've actually spent more time in the studio with me rather than your sisters being the oldest one. But you've not always been that keen, have you? No, I think, especially when I was younger, I used to find it boring because, you know, young kid can't really sit still for photos for that long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is a bit surprising, and I suppose this is probably a bit of why you take more interest in it in latter days, because you're actually a bit of an actor, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, indeed. I uh, do my acting group once a week. Do you enjoy performing? Uh, yeah, um, I enjoy performing for people, especially on stages, because then you get to see the people you're performing for. And uh, I don't really get straight stage fright, so it's easier for me than it is some of us. Yeah, and I think you're possibly slightly more talkative than what you are when you're talking on the podcast to your grandpa when you're actually on stage. But um, you're not doing too badly. You're talking about performing. You do actually go to a, a, a dance and performing arts club, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, once a week with uh, my friends. You know, I like a family there, so there's no nerves between one another. Yeah, and, but uh, you do... do it, it is a fairly serious thing, and, I mean, it does result in shows from time to time as well, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it's uh, the atmosphere is really good backstage, and then, you know, you go out and you know that it's just... Your families, their families, some of the local people. So that's why you don't really get nervous, and everyone's so supportive backstage. So it's a really good group. So, where do you do the shows? Uh, Rotherham Civic Theatre, once every couple of years or so. There's a lot of practice that goes into it, they're very pristine. So, I mean, you say that you don't really get stage fright, but I mean, that's quite a big venue for that at 12. 13 year old to walk out onto a stage that size surely yeah it is but i think when you know the people backstage and you know you have a brief kind of idea of who the people watching you are going to be it's just a good environment to be in yeah good and you know we we used to go along and watch the shows and i think it's fair to say that you put some pretty decent shows on we've always enjoyed them when we've gone anyway yeah and i think Everyone enjoys doing them. Like Which is I good. Say, everyone, or even now, each other. But at the moment, I'm guessing that the, there isn't a club. Is that right? Is it closed down for the lockdown? Uh, it's closed down, but literally today we've had emails come through for my club of yeah. homework to keep us entertained. And then the girls do their dance lessons over Zoom. Right, so you mentioned the girls. These are your two sisters who are younger than you, as we've said before. And Freya, who's the middle one, she's more interested in dancing, isn't she? Whereas Emily, the youngest one, is more interested in gymnastics. So both of these, they're actually getting lessons over Zoom for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good to watch because there's a lot of them. They're all on Zoom with the teacher. And sometimes they get props out, like the other day, Frey was using a chair which was quite funny to watch 
I can imagine it's quite interesting that. And I mean, I've seen Amelie when she's been practicing her cartwheels and things like that. And um, she's from one end of the room to the other. So when she's been encouraged by a Zoom teacher, I don't know quite what uh, goes on. But that's interesting. We've we've touched on football briefly. Um, mentioned kicking the ball about in the yard. And then we've mentioned the Xbox. Um, there's a game called FIFA, isn't there, that you play on Xbox? Yeah, that is my favourite. It's where I play mostly against my friends. Yeah, I tend. There's, they've been pumping out lots of objectives to keep everyone entertained and lowering the prices of some things in the game to keep everyone happy while they're at home. And that is really, that's really pretty much all the football that's taking place at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now, obviously, I've had an interest in football, and and when your uncle Daniel was younger, we used to go to the games. We had season tickets, and until he was sixteen years old, we used to go every weekend. And then when he got to sixteen, and he had to pay the adult price for the tickets, we we stopped going. And he now lives abroad, but he he came back last September, and he actually said to me, "Why don't we take Bailey to a football match?" Um, and so we did. All three of us went along, didn't we? Last September, we went along to Hillsborough. Yeah, and it was my first football match and it really, you know, you watch it on the TV and you can hear all the chants and things, but when you're properly involved and, you know, you're clapping when they score and booing when we concede, I think it's, you don't realise the atmosphere until you're sat slap bang in the middle of it. And it's that first impression when you first walk into a football ground, I think. I mean, I can still remember walking in the first time and it is quite overwhelming really, isn't it? And nowadays, yeah. when we came in on that game, we actually came in at pitch level. Uh, they were out doing a warm-up and you could virtually touch the players. And I mean, that is quite close to the, to the game, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've always had an interest in him playing the goalkeeper. And when you can see Kieran Westwood literally right there making saves, it's very inspiring you know you could write you know 10 years and I could be there well you never know and I mean it, it was actually I mean the goalkeepers were the ones that were nearest to us because for some reason they bring in two lots of goalposts as well don't they so they are quite near mm. yeah. but following on from that we kind of developed a, a, a mutual interest and we've now started going quite regularly to the games haven't we yeah and, and sometimes it's quite frustrating when you wait in four or five games just to see a goal from a struggling <laughs> team. But I think it's I think it's good because yeah, you go in once a month or so and you walk into Hillsborough and there's you know, there's a kids area, there's toilets, you can buy um a magazine, I wanna say. Yeah. Um and then there's some player interviews before the game and we don't really stop and watch them for that long, but I think that's got to be quite entertaining to get a couple of the substitutes out and get them be interviewed by the fans. It's quite nice seeing the interaction there, really, isn't it? Yeah, um, just extra value for money as well. So. Yeah, but there is one slight, well, a slight problem for me anyway, because our seats are quite high up, aren't they? Yeah, and um, you won't mind me saying, you tend to struggle to get up the stairs sometimes. <laughs> I don't tend to go up quite as quickly as you do, that is for sure. Um, and I have said to you that you're going to have to slow down and wait for me. 
but uh, I think once we get there, it's it's quite enjoyable, isn't it? Yeah, I think when you're cheering along to the song and you know you're clapping your team on, it's uh, it's an experience that I think you won't forget for a while. But you say clapping your team on, but are they really your team? Well, no, I support um, Tottenham Hotspur because I started off watching the 2018 World Cup and there was obviously Harry Kane, there was that important dire penalty, there was the Trippier free kick. There were a lot of good moments from Tottenham players and that was when I really started getting into football. So I thought, you know what, I know quite a lot of these players. Here you go. And you've stuck with them ever since, although it has been a little bit trying recently, hasn't it? It's been a been a topsy-turvy season. That's I hope if the league gets voided, I don't really know what's going to happen. But I hope that we won't have an eighth-place finish marked for the 19-20 season. Well, I mean, the whole thing's up in the air, really, isn't it? Because that was something that I was going to say, that the week before the lockdown really came into force, we were due to um, go to see Sheffield Wednesday play Nottingham Forest. And I've still yeah. got those tickets here in the house. So you never know, we could have another football game to go to sometime later on in the year. Do you think that'll ever happen? Uh, I think it probably will, depending on... I think if the league finishes, or if the virus kind of clears up before June, I think the league will be resumed and we'll just be playing a lot more games in quick succession. Yeah. And I think if it's anywhere July, July, July yeah. August, and so on, I think it'll be too close to the start of the next season. And I think everyone needs a decent off-season. So I think they'd be, they'd be better off not messing up all the kind of starting and stopping of the leagues. I think they should just avoid it after July. Well, I've kind of got mixed feelings now. I mean, I'm looking forward to the next game, whether it's this season or next season. But... Um, mm. Hopefully we will get the chance to go to another match sometime in the near future. It's been really nice talking to you. I've enjoyed it. And we've, you know, we've had quite a good chat about a couple of things that um, mm-hmm. interest us both. I'm going to let you get off now. I'm sure you've got lots of other things to do, although I'm not sure whether you have got that many things to do or not. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for talking to me and hopefully we'll yeah. get to talk again soon. Yeah, thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.